The Daily Perspective is recorded live on stereo. All guests are selected at random and the conversation is never scripted. Guests are never censored, so parental guidance is advised. Enjoy the episode and don't forget to subscribe. I was born for his service. He filled me with purpose. Take your time while you worship him. I'm unplugged from the matrix. Believe without seeing, I'm plugged into the matrix. The Daily Perspective. Welcome to another episode of The Daily Perspective And this is a special one This isn't your regular show You know that the regular show comes to you on a Thursday But we're doing something a little different This is a uh, special edition um, I'm, I'm letting you in on some some of the stuff that I do outside of the regular show um, We do. I do a mini-series on stereo every Sunday And... Um, I thought I would share it. Now I was I was gonna hold this in the tuck, but nah, I'm I'm gonna share this with you. We are so myself and Shadow Sun Studios. We do a mini series called Biblical Bias, and um, right now we are talking about the story of Ruth because it's an amazing love story. Now, this isn't too different from what I like to talk about. You know I like to talk about relationships, about men and women, how we get along and all of this stuff. But, 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 we about to keep this on a biblical tip and look at some of the the relationships, some of the love stories in the Bible and some of the uh, crazy ones too. So, biblical bias, that's what that's about. The first one really is about Ruth, as I said. Um, But before we get into it, I want to shout out everyone that is listening on um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, directly on Transistor. If you are listening on TuneIn, wherever you are listening from, if you're on Audible, man, I appreciate you. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Um, download the podcast, share it, WhatsApp it to everybody that you know, share it everywhere that you know, because everybody needs to be getting involved in the daily perspective everybody needs to know what we're talking about so now that those intros are over um i want you to open your mind get ready for something different something interesting um as i said it's a mini it's a mini series it's a little bit of bible study um And we're just going to jump straight into it, enjoy it, and I will catch you on the other side of the conversation. All right, we're going to let everybody get in here and get settled before we even get this started. Prince season, thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, As you guys can see, this is the first of our mini-series, Biblical Bias. This month, we're talking about Ruth and Boaz. Mm. I'm playing. But (laughs) today, we're just going over chapter two. You guys can look at my or dailies, Instagrams, or social media platforms to see what the scheduling is. So you guys can be up and current to what we will be talking about. Boop. For real. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I cannot. Uh, look, this is an interesting I'm, I'm, story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it now. Anyone that's listening to this, be ready for anything because anything. I, I am not your regular Christian. I don't, <laughs> don't paint me. Right. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't paint, don't paint, paint us a regular like, color, guys. We got a pansexual you, Christian over here. 
If you sit up here looking for TV Jakes, that ain't me. <laughs> or Kirk Franklin or Ty Trebet, this is yeah, not the podcast for you. Wrong show. <laughs> I cannot. That is please. Okay? Small print. I, <laughs> Whole I, family's I, I over I, here. I, I always say it very clearly. I is a freak and I'm yeah, proud they know of it. it. And okay. I like to... He says... I'm proud of it and got the family to prove it. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, exactly. Yes, Hell you yeah. guys. We're not coming up in here and Bible something and do what we're trying or attempting to do here, folks, is the 2021 versions of Bible study. <laughs> yeah. We'll take a story Keep and we'll it. attempt it's to fucking. freaking. <laughs> I can't with you. We are going we'll to attempt to apply it to read. today. Right. Help you read in between the lines. Mm, that part. Because that's the thing that what I hate when people like try down. to throw the Bible at you and it's like, exactly. Boop. Pause on the play. Yep. Like, you're taking that reference and blowing it way out of proportion. Don't worry. I'll wait. <laughs> Whew. All right, you guys. So, Daily, how do we want to do this? We want to read it for the folks since it's day one or do you want to have them <laughs> assume that they read it before we start diving into it? Again, guys, we're doing Ruth chapter two today. Um, shall we read it for the people? Oh, he wants to read it for the people. All right. Now, um, so I've got the got the New Living Translation. That's my favorite. Oh, um, I can't with you. And I just switched to ESV. I used to use that one for real, for real. Really? But, okay. Well, for me, yes, like for real, because I got tired of the days and the thous and the those, and people would get like so butthurt about it. So I first I did New King James version, then I did what New King James or the Living New Living NLV. Yeah. And then yeah. I went to what was it? K. It was either KJV or it was another translation, and then I finally landed on ESV. But they got right. me because they do like the maps and the small print. If I don't understand something, like it'll be at the bottom. I'm like, yes. Right. And I have writing space. <laughs> Keep <Right>. on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. All right. We're going to read these bubbles before we dive into this, guys. Okay. Right, <laughs> well, good afternoon. I'm on the West Coast. But uh, yeah, I was wondering what the hell was going on for a minute. I'm like, y'all talking about some other shit for a minute. Like, we going to stay on topic? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry about anyone's release over on this end because I don't have a religion. Fuck all that shit. I was baptized Catholic and grew up in all types of black churches, and I'm like, nah, this ain't it. Mm. Let's be real here. The Bible contradicts the fuck out of itself anyway, so don't even worry about that. <laughs> Well, Prince, Ooh. since we have come to that conclusion, I think you will enjoy our versions of Bible study. Daily, would you like to read or would you like me to read with my characteristic voices? Either way, I'm gay. Oh, man. Oh, now that you said characteristic voices, you, I was about to <laughs> <laughs> You're going to let me do that, can't we? Yeah. All right, y'all. Are y'all ready for this wonderful, magical journey of biblical fires? <laughs> we are reading from Ruth 2. We're reading the whole of Ruth 2, which I think has, what, 24, 20, 23? Yeah, 23 verses. Okay, so here we go, guys. Ready? <clears throat> Ruth 2, verse 1. 
<laughs> I feel like I'm sitting on the podium in church. Nobody under, never mind. Okay, focus. Now, Naomi had a relative of her husband's, a worthy man of the clan of Amalek, whose name was Boaz. And Ruth, the Moabite, said to Naomi, let me go to the fields and glean among the ears of grain after him, in whose sight I shall find favor. And she said to her, Go, my daughter. So she set out and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers, and she happened to come to the part of the field belonging to Boaz, who was on the clan of Elimelech. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem, and he said to the reapers, the Lord be with you. And they answered, The Lord bless you. Then Boaz said to his young man, who was in charge of the reapers, Whose young woman is this? And the servant, who was in charge of the reapers, answered, She is the young Moabite woman who came back with Naomi from the country of Moab. She said, Please let me glean and gather among the sheaves after the reapers. So she came. And she has continued from early morning until now, except for a short rest. Then Boaz said to Ruth, Now listen, my daughter, do not glean in another field or leave this one, but keep close to my young women. Let your eyes be on the field that they are reaping and go after them. Have I not charged the young men not to touch you? And when you are thirsty, Go to the vessels and drink what the young men have drawn. Then she fell on her face, bowing to the ground, and said to him, Why have I found favor in your eyes that you should take notice of me, since I am a foreigner? But Boaz answered her, All that you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband has been fully told to me. And how you left your father and mother and your native land and came to a people that you did not know before. The Lord repay you for what you have done and a full reward be given to you by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Then she said, I have found favor in your eyes, my Lord, for you have conformed me and spoken kindly for your servant, though I am not one of your servants. And at mealtime, Boaz said to her, Come here and eat some bread and dip your morsel in the wine. So she sat beside the reapers, and he passed to her roasted grain. And she ate until she was satisfied, and she had some left over. When she rose to glean, Boaz instructed his young men, saying, Let her glean even among the sheaves, and not reproach her. And also put out some from the bundles for her and leave it for her to glean and do not rebuke her. So she gleaned in the field until evening. Then she beat out what she had gleaned. And it was about an, I want to say ephah of barley yeah. and took it up and went <laughs> into the city. Her mother-in-law saw what she had gleaned. She also brought out and gave her what food she had left over after being satisfied. And her mother-in-law said to her, Where did you glean today? And where have you worked? Blessed be the man who took notice of you. So she told her mother-in-law with whom she had worked and said, The man's name with whom I work today is Boaz. And Naomi said to her daughter-in-law, 
may he may he be blessed by the Lord, whose kindness has not forsaken the living or the dead. Naomi also said to her, the man is a close relative of ours, one of our redeemers. And Ruth, the Moabite said, besides, he said to me, you shall keep close by my young men until they have finished all my harvest. And Naomi said to Ruth, her daughter-in-law, It is good, my daughter, that you go out with his young women, lest in another field you be assaulted. So she kept close to the young women of Boaz, gleaning until the end of the barley and wheat harvest, and she lived with her mother-in-law. May the Lord have blessing to the reading, hearers, and doers of his word. Amen. Amen. So... So, 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 so. I got, I have one question, but I'm going to let you go first, Daily, since I just read all of that. Okay. <laughs> so, you, the fe- so I'm, I'm going to keep it real. First time I read this, I was like, oh, Boaz dropping game. He, he kind of, I kind of feel like he knew who she was. Even though he kind of he asked these, he's um yep because he knew the story. Yeah, he knew the yes. I thought the same thing. I was like, bro, you know who? That's like when you walk up, (laughs) you walk up in a into a room and you already know because you done been on 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 homegirls. Yeah, you've been on her Instagram. You've been on her Facebook. (laughs) You know all her friends. Plus, they were related. She's related, right? Like that's Naomi's husband's. Was it cousin? (laughs) What? Let me go look at this. Go ahead, keep talking. I'm gonna look up this whole genealogy real quick. Sounds like so. Um, you you know who she is already. You done your research, right? So I'm like, you you just dropping game right now, you. Now, for me, the whole story is, don't get me wrong, I think this is probably one of the more romantic stories in the Bible. Yes. Because although he was spitting game, although he already knew who she was, he did it. um, Come sideways. Yeah, he didn't come sideways. He was was a gentleman throughout the whole thing. Yep. And was like, Um, you guys want to stay in my field on this side of town. Yeah, he was because like, if you're susceptible to getting you. taken advantage of over there, <laughs> and he was like, "Let me show you from day dot that I'm a provider. I can, I can take care of you." Yeah, and that, <coughs> that was no, that's cool. That was that was the way he dropped it. He was like, "Look, let me show you. Go out. This is what school. it is. This is this is how I, this is how I got it. I'm good. I like that." And the fact that they were family to like keep it all together mm. because it was Naomi's husband's cousin. So yeah. you're already disconnected. <laughs> and that was the other thing I had to look at too. Cause I was like, is this incest? Cause that's what annoys me a lot about the Bible is that I'm always <laughs> thinking about incest, but it's like, it's always the cousins and the cousins could be married. You know what I mean? Like that could be a complete watered down version of the original line. Yeah. because it's the cousin of the cousin of the cousin or you know what I mean so looking at this story I was like that's pretty clutch that you had a micro family reunion and then you protected the hell out of the asset <laughs> I was like that's pretty dope 
or you yeah. could have just left her to the people, like he said, and she could. And I don't think he was implying, which is something I did want to touch up on too, is that that she would have automatically got raped if he wasn't on her land. I think he was just saying, I can protect you if you work here. You know yep. what I mean? Because my eyes are already here versus me getting it third party and having to trust another village to tell me a story. And I have to like, you know what I mean? Because y'all just got here. So yeah, I thought that was pretty clutch. I, I think he was also kind of saying, look, I'm a man of integrity, but I don't know <laughs> about the other guy's I don't know how the other exactly. men how they function. I yeah, I don't know whether they will take your virtue. So it would be behoove you <laughs> to be over here with us. Yes. All so, right, let me hear. I see y'all in the bubbles. Let me go. Biblical bias. Hey, Daily. Hey, Shadow Slang. I know it's been a long time, Shadow, but I'm here for it. I'm here listening to story time. Hi. Yes, me. Hey, Sloan. We are definitely doing that today. Welcome, boo. Welcome. Mm. Man, I think you... Because honestly... Oh, man. Hold on. Because stereo is amazing. Because honestly, if she wasn't on the land and stayed there, she would have been for the streets. Yes, a thotty. I'm happy you said that. So <laughs> it just, and it goes to show again, like men are the ones who were protecting the freaking females. Like people always want to get tight about it, but it's like, if you want to go to the word. That is how it's always been. Like the guys are supposed to be the ones who protect the females or yeah. having their conversations amongst men. Like he totally got first dibs. <laughs> they just totally protected her. So yeah. I don't know. I feel comforted with it. But at the same time, um, since this is the beginning of a very good love story, uh, I will let the people talk today. <laughs> For protecting them. Is she gonna be for the streets? She gonna be for the streets. That's why I'm for the streets. Prince, not no biblical time, bro. We gotta be realistic. <laughs> if we're gonna talk about it, you can't leave somebody in biblical times to the streets because being a virgin was like a big thing back then. So, and especially getting married, keeping it within family lines. Because something that I did learn was that the reason they kept marrying within. Again, we say family ranks, but like we said, it could be like fifth cousins down the line. But the reason why they married within the family was because when the women got married, what happened? Everybody did the exchange of gifts. There was that big behind yep. dowry that was attached to her. So they were yep. like, okay, we're going to keep that in the family. That's where we get our daggone, oh, what are they called? Arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where we get this right here where we're saying Boaz was already... I won't say part of the family. Naomi married into the family because her husband was the one who was the cousin to Boaz. So yeah. either way, it would behoove him to like pay attention I think what's <laughs> to what's going on. We still got that going on. I mean, in most, in many yep. cultures, in many cultures, many. you still have to pay a dowry when you take yep. a bride. A dowry oh, and yeah. arranged marriages. Like people be sleeping. Like that didn't go away. <laughs> no, I didn't go away. I mean, I paid the dowry when I got married because that's cold. Really, Daisy? Yeah. 
That is so Nava, cool. Okay, you got right now. You got the money. It's not like I, I was like, yo, take this, take these 25 goats. Uh, <laughs> this cow. <laughs> That's the 25 <laughs> goats. This chunk of gold. Get out of here. <laughs> it wasn't, yes, it these wasn't rubies and this myrrh. You got it. But, but the way we, but the way it went down was I, I, um, I basically had to take the family a gift and a gift of significance. Yeah. So it was like, I think we bought like That's a whole, whole bunch of drinks, some jewelry yeah, and stuff like that. And, and the, the wow. best part is the family, the family gifts that back to the bride. Right. So and see, it see that family, they're recycles. They yeah, they gift it yes. right back to, the, to you as a couple. So Okay, um, and that to me is like a CC for real. But I think I think the, the significance of the dowry was it shows that you are you were serious that you are committed. You're not. This is not a throwaway thing. Um, because Correct. If, if you are investing in something, then Ugh, you're not going to take light. Do anything to f it up. Exactly, because yeah. it's an investment, something that you're long terming. You don't yeah. want to jack that up, and and that goes on, which we'll talk on another day. Marriage. But it's like people be taking that so lightly. And I'm like, Ugh, this is a very good start for biblical bias to start with the story of Ruth and Boaz. Thank you, yeah. Daily, for picking this up. <laughs> oh, uh, Hi, guys. Look, see y'all in the bubbles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see, it's a good thing that God didn't create me during biblical times because I would have been an evil motherfucker. <laughs> I don't think so, Prince, because the females yeah. were different in biblical times. That's the one thing I will say um, with this uh, podcast. I want you guys to like really think about it. Would you be addicted to somebody like you had females? Like I don't. What was it? It was either three hundred or Rome, where the girls were literally practicing in the front how to fight, <laughs> like, yep. kicking the crap out of the dudes. Like they're not, they're a different type of female. So to say that you would just be running them. Sh- Freak streets, like no, you wouldn't, because you have oh, royal families. You, you had right. You fuck up with a peasant that works for a royal, and you're fucked. Like no, it's <laughs> this is some yeah. real life scenarios. <laughs> they, oh dang! They, okay, I see y'all. I'm coming in. I'm coming in. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why do you think people like King Tut had club foots? Everybody was just marrying their cousin and shit. That was disgusting. Okay, one more bubble. <laughs> Two Impalas, <laughs> a brand new Cadillac, and about 60 gold chains. You good. On a real, the, the, the marrying cousins thing, again, that's something that, yeah. that hasn't gone away. That still exists. It has not. You look, at the, you okay. look at the royal family and the monarchy in, in the UK, where I'm at. But that's it. It's not snitching if it's the truth. And they air their dirty lives. You're like, it ain't nothing. Like, yes, I married my cousin freaking four ways down. Like, nobody cares yeah. when you look at how the bloodline is crossed over. I feel yeah. it's weird when people say, like, the, the genetics are weird. Only but because they, it's not like a sister or like a step something that's, you know, it's not like a direct bloodline. 
Yeah, like, but I don't know. I, I think it's kind of cool it. how they maneuver that exactly, and that's how they stayed rich. Because it's like, <laughs> thank you, you hit the nail on the head. You that was the, money. the wealthy. <laughs> yes. You look, you look, you yes. the wealthy. That, that's that's how they move. Mm-hmm. That's how they, they keep the money within that's the family. Checkers. Yes, they keep the money within and I the think family. That is so clutch. That's this is where it started because that's that's oh, what man. It about this this whole story. The reason why. um Naomi wanted Ruth to get close to the mm-hmm. boat. She knew. Was because, as she said it already, he he is one of our family's redeemers. Okay. Like you At know that point, what's up. he hadn't even done anything. Mm-mm-mm. And he hasn't said a word. She just said, oh, he's one of our family redeemers, a.k.a. he is a dude that can get us out of the situation. <laughs> okay. Time now. And that's why I said it was kind of weird. Let me go look at this text again, because I was like, Naomi knew what she was doing. But my question is, did Ruth know? Because Ruth went out there knowing she was trying to find a husband. But did she not know where she was going back to? I don't know. It just feels like I'm trying my best to speak nice about it. So, (laughs) yeah. So I thought the same thing. Did did she accidentally end up in the field that... um, because as it happened, she found herself working in a field that belonged to Boaz. Now, was that coincidence or did she... Right, because that's what... I think Ruth didn't know. She knew she was trying to be cute for her husband. Because it says, now Naomi had a relative of her husband's yeah. by the name of Boaz. And then Ruth said to Naomi she was going to go to the fields. And then Naomi comes behind her and says, okay, go do that. And then, like I said, Na- Ruth comes back all excited with this story, but it's like, ah, Naomi. But it's fine, though, because I guess, like we said earlier, that's how they be setting stuff up to, like, yep. <laughs> stay successful. <laughs> For real. Uh, oh, I see y'all in the bubbles. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. Fuck that damn monarch shit. Take a suck my dick from the back. That's why they all fucking crazy and evil now. Trying to control the fucking world and shit. That motherfucker sounded like a loan shark. You sure that wasn't what he was? Who, Boaz the loan shark? I've been trying to tell you, Ruth is really for the streets. How many times did you go hear this? Hmm. So with that being said, um, yeah, I think Naomi... I guess we can't say I think. I just got to go off of the text. Off the text, Naomi knew where she was going. Ruth yeah. had no idea. Yeah. Ruth finds out, and I'm pretty sure she's happy because, like I said, if she knows, what is it? Uh, if, we, if, we, if we read between the lines, I reckon it went yes. down. Like, I, re- I, went, I reckon it went down like this. So, uh, Ruth must have been like, uh, Naomi, I'm going out now. I'm going to go get, I'm going to go where the, see, I'm trying to do a voice as well now. I'm gonna go work. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 exactly. And being all nice with like, it, she was like, mm, "So what you gotta do, girl, is go to the field down the down the road to the left." <laughs> okay, right. Set her specifically. To, she go. sent her to a specific field and was like, "Go there. They they'll look after you there." That's. I think that's how uh. it went down. So I don't think that it's not gonna tell us exactly how she happened to find herself there. But I think there was a little nudge to get in the right direction. 
That's crazy. Oh, I gotta figure this out. This but is just—it's an intense story. Hey, look, this. What's that? What's that saying? Um, you ain't got nothing on a woman with a plan. I think that was it. Something. <laughs> yes. like, so Naomi, That's crazy. She, Naomi, she had a plan from day from day dot. She had a plan. Yeah, she because it's like women she, back in the day had to have the plan. Like you yeah. gotta have a plan because you're a girl <laughs> in the biblical times. You you don't really have stature. Your money goes Yo. where. That's what I would kind of want to do a research Listen, topic I, on is like money train. Where did the money go if you were widowed? Mm. Like, does she get to keep the cows, the cattle, or does it go back to the tribe as a whole? Like, that'd be a good topic. I'm going to write that one down. But yeah, so it's just uh, interesting. Well, I think we could, so I think we can infer from, from this story yeah. that they stand to lose it all because a woman correct it it seems like in that time a woman had no right to trade a woman could not command field because i can't recall any story where you know it says and um sarah had thousands of sheep and thousands of donkeys it's always the man it refers to so I would infer from that that the men had the right to trade and they were, as the sort of the patriarch of the family, they were seen as the one that you did business to, with. So, Right. It's just a lot of money, though. It's like yeah. it went from Elimelech and Naomi, they had their boys, their boys married, right, Oprah and Ruth, right? Uh, yeah. And then they died and Oprah went her way, Ruth stuck with Naomi, and it's like, uh, where the heezy but breezy is all the freaking money. <laughs> yep. I'm going to have Basically. to ask my dad about that one. Cause I'm like, yeah, how did the money train go? That'd be a very interesting. I reckon, topic. I reckon it, I reckon it went like this. So they probably had cattle. They had all of this stuff and they were probably working the fields and all of those things and people, and they tried to trade in the land of Moab and the people were like, where's your husband? I'm probably finished. He's, he's dead. Where are your sons? My sons are dead. (laughs) They're dead. Right. We, we can't trade with you, but we will take your cattle for this and probably offered her pittance. I got to find out. That's really how that happened. Cause that'd be sad. What if there was an but, over, a whole bunch of females and you'd have all these... Oh, the, it'd be up for grabs. That's so sad. I hear you guys. I'm way, coming to the bubbles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Way, sorry, Dan. Go ahead. But the way people move today, even the way people move today with widows today, it's about people still try to exploit widows today. So I wouldn't be surprised if that is just something that's always happened. Right. And that's why Boaz probably came in there and was like, uh, bruh, work for me because yep. if you don't, you're going to get handled in them dad guys. <sighs> in yep. the streets. I know Prince is probably going ham. All right, let's run it. Let's run it. <laughs> I thought even back then when her husband dies, that everything stays with her. That's why some guys would end up trying to marry that person. Right. That's what I thought too. I got to figure that out. Phone a friend. Oh, push me to the edge. 
all my friends are dead. All my friends are dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All of them. It's so crazy. Nova, just relax. It's just me talking. I'm pretty much the only one here. <laughs> so, I think... I don't think it automatically stays... So, let me let me rephrase that. I do believe it stays with her. I don't believe mm-hmm. anyone automatically takes it. But... Um, and I don't want to... You know what? I'm about to you know, call no, my dad. I'm about to ask him. No, <laughs> no, no spoilers, but... It's kind of if you if you go ahead in the story, it you hear Boaz talking about how Ruth needs to sell the land that she has left. Right. Okay. Meaning, see, then we can't spoiler alert. We can't spoiler alert. So, so, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. So it's like I think the the way that things worked was yes, you keep it. But because it's such a patriarchal system, you can't trade or do anything without a man. So eventually, everything that you have is going to disappear. You won't have anything left. So Ruth knew that, I'm sorry, Naomi knew that in order to secure Ruth's future, Ruth had to be married. In order to secure the property and oh, i don't even i'm mad look the reason why i think this is one of the most amazing love stories is just the risk so you've got the the loyalty between ruth and naomi um ruth was a loyal one to her mother-in-law she was like dead ass loyal but then boaz boaz risked it all for love and that's the bit that, um, so you could you could you could talk of that two ways. Either Ruth was fine as hell, and he was willing to risk everything he's got because she was that know, good, or, um, or Boaz really felt like he was willing to risk it all for love because by marrying Ruth or by moving towards that kind of end goal, he stands to put all his property at risk and the child that they may bear, that that Ruth may bear for him stands to inherit not only what was Ruth's husbands and um Ruth's father-in-law's property but anything that is Boaz's property that child now so that child is now an an heir to two lines of inheritance and that's why a lot of people (laughs) cool I I was just talking about how I think Boaz risked it all for love I think oh are you giving them spoilers daily of course you would wait till that, you to do that, that. you know that, what I got y'all let me run these bubbles look see there two seconds I'm gone the wife is a sole <laughs> owner to all that the husband had it always goes to the wife <laughs> huh, I gotta look that up you guys I gotta get that together Shalom check out the daughters of Zalohafah in the book of numbers um, or you guys can just tell me or DM it to me, please, love, because, you know, 
if it's off topic, I have to like I get distracted real easy. <laughs> Yo, that's me. The, the whole book of Ruth is based upon two laws. Uh, one law is Deuteronomy chapter 25. Go to verse 5. Read that. Read verse 5 and 6. That's part of your answer. Man, you guys. Okay, right, so Deuteronomy, 20, Deuteronomy right. 25, 5 and 6. If two brothers are living together on the same property and one of them dies without a son, his widow may not be married to anyone from outside the family. Instead, her husband's brother should marry her and have intercourse with her to fulfill the duties of a brother-in-law. Uh, the first son she bears to him will be considered the son of the dead brother so that his name will this not be forgotten in Israel. This is what frustrates me. Well. Daily take so I know that. Thank you. Know I'm that. like, we already know that, guys. That's not even our scenario. I love that you guys are in here with us, and I appreciate it. But biblical bias is just that. I hold a real big bias when you guys come in here and give me intel, and it's not really the intel that we need. I get distracted hella easy, and it makes me spicy when y'all spit me. You really just had daily read that, and it didn't answer the question. Yeah, I'm like, if the brother dwells, ugh, we didn't. It's just, I just read the whole chapter. <laughs> Okay, so the situation is she doesn't have any males. Naomi has no males to give it to, so we're trying to figure out what the dealio is, and I'm about to phone another preacher in a minute, because I'm like, that. the only reason why we care about this is because going back to Reese, um, I'm going to know, like, Boaz kind of knew, because he said that he heard the story about Naomi and them coming down here. So if Boaz heard it, does he know about them coins? Or mm. are there even coins? But we won't find that out until next Sunday when we read chapters three. <laughs> and then the next Sunday we read chapter four. Chapter four. <laughs> so yes, when y'all come in here all extra strong, y'all gotta come in here with like some Intel, Intel. Because I'm, I'm, I mean, I have my iPad here. I'm looking at it right now. Yo, I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing, this is the problem. <laughs> this is why I don't like people giving me Intel, right? Yeah, because I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at numbers. I'm trying, I'm, lo- I'm looking at a book of numbers. Okay. Who said it? Was it Bad Boy about. Stereo? Let me, let me see. Nah, was, the wife is a soul owner. No. It was, it was um, Jacob? No, it wasn't Jacob. See. It was the other guy. The the uh, whole GTC. book of Ruth is GTC. Let's play that one. Hold on. Yeah. Keep taking me profile. Shalom. Check out the daughters of Zelohafat in the book of Numbers. Oh, bro, okay, you so didn't even give, you, you ain't even give any specific. Right in the book of Numbers. Do you know how many chapters are in them? It was fine. I'm just gonna <laughs> Google it and see if I can get cliff notes. There were five sisters, Numbers 27, who lived at the end of the Israelites' exodus from Egypt as they prepared to enter the promised land and who were raised. Oh, this is Wikipedia. I don't want it. Hold on. Let me see if I can find a better source. And why does this say, here we go, Christianity.com? Is it a .com or a .org? 
Um, you know what? Let's test the waters. It says 2020, so... These women not only caused a law to be changed for generations to come, but modeled how to pursue change. Now, see, sir, why couldn't he have just said that? According to the law, the daughters of Zelababada, yes, they can do da-da-da-da. Now I'm sitting here. Okay. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to read I'm going to read Numbers 27 1 to because I think this is the bit that he's trying to um, Okay, go for it So The daughters of Zelofah The daughters of Z That's a hell of a name The Z daughters One day a petition was presented by the daughters of Zelofahad Mala, Noah, Hogla, Melka, and Terza. Their father, Zelohad, was a descendant of Hepha, the son of Gilead, son of Machir, son of Manasseh, son of Joseph. These women stood before Moses, Eliezer, the priest, the tribal leaders, and the entire community at the entrance of the tabernacle. Our father died in the wilderness, they said. He was not among the core of followers, Korah's followers who rebelled against the Lord. He died because of his own sin, but he had no sons. Why shouldn't the, why should the name of our father disappear from his clan just because he had no sons? Give us property along with the rest of our relatives. So Moses brought their case before the Lord, and the Lord replied to Moses, The claim of the daughters of Zelohaphat is legitimate. You must give them an you must give them a grant of land along with their father's relatives, assign them the property that would have been given to their father, and give the following instruction to the people of Israel. If a man dies and has no sons, then give his inheritance to his daughters. And if he has no daughter either, transfer his inheritance to his brother. To his brothers. If he has no brothers, give his inheritance to his father's brothers. Right. But if his father, if his father had no brothers, give his inheritance to his nearest relative in his clan. This is a legal requirement for the people of Israel, just as the Lord commanded Moses. Right. So you know, so, spicy. You could have just said Numbers twenty-seven, eleven. <laughs> but I got so, you, though. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we got there in the end. We got there in the end. <laughs> we have made so, it. Hallelujah. Now, now, this is the funny thing. This is the funny thing because I feel I kind of, I kind of felt salty. Um, not salty at the fact that because um, I've got I've got three daughters, so right. I do not have a son to carry on my name, and I'm the firstborn. So, and, so I'm like, I'm like, it's a wrap. <laughs> I'm like, yes. it's a rap. But at first I was like, oh man, oh man, my name, my name, my name. And I was like, listen, that don't mean squat. <laughs> no, serious, it don't mean squat. Because <sighs> at the end of the day. Who's birthing them mofos? Yeah, and the inheritance I plan to leave my children is not, it's going to be more than my name. Correct, because we leave legacies. The, exactly. That I'm trying no, to leave totally them Totally agree with that. And I'm trying to leave them... Um, Generational wealth. Yeah, and the inheritance for me is knowledge of of what life truly is. Who the mm-hmm. living God is. Say that. 
I'm like, versus I'm you trying, trying to confine him to a book. Like, no, he's everywhere. Can you wake I'm up? Like, <laughs> I'm like, look, this is the living God. You and live your life in a manner that pleases him. Don't listen. I'm tired of people taking the Bible and trying to use the Bible to control. That is called no. heresy. Yeah. Um, don't twist the word of God to, for your own purpose. That is called witchcraft. <laughs> I'm like, Christians love to call out all of these things and say, oh, that person's involved in witchcraft, that person. But then you take the Bible and twist it for your own purposes. Hey, that's make that makes sense. That, right. Yeah, the Bible refers to that as witchcraft. So why are you talking? Mm-mm-mm. That's crazy. That is insane. I would so, say that people use their particular sections of religion for good and evil. But at the same time, we're all talking about the same thing. So with that being said, thank you guys for that feedback. And we have now stated that Naomi and Ruth should be banking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they need the husband though still because that's easier to maneuver we don't know for a fact but if you guys join us next Sunday we can dive into chapter 3 and get some more clarity <laughs> mm. guys this has been Amazeballs oh, I see you guys in the bubble Boaz uh, kept the law of Deuteronomy chapter 25 verse 5 through 10 Shalom but we're not there yet we just met Boaz today but I will replay it again so I can get that reference for next week Boaz kept the law of Deuteronomy chapter 25 verse 5 through 10 Shalom okay so, mm. all 25. right, right. Oh, we're back at the same place. I can't with you. Okay, look that up real quick. Let me go get this. Yeah, yeah, we read that bit. Uh, the first one, yeah, we read that bit. But if the man refuses to marry his brother's widow, he must go to the town gate and say to the elders assembled there, "My husband's brother, my husband's brother, <laughs> Here refuses we go, this to again. Bring, <laughs> his brother's name in Israel. He refuses to fulfill the duties of a brother-in-law by mar- marrying me." <gasps> I know this story. Sorry. <sighs> No, no, no. The the elders of the town will then summon him and talk with him. If he still refuses, I don't want to marry her. The widow must walk over to him in the presence of the elders, pull off, pull his sandal from his foot and spit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because he, (laughs) because you will not consummate this marriage. So that's her reaction. But again, I already knew this. Yeah. And she must declare, this is what happens 
to a man who refuses to provide his brother with children. Even afterwards in Israel, his family will be referred to as the family of the man whose sandal was pulled off. Now, um, I remember the story. There was another story where, uh, who was it? Was it? I was good. For some reason, I want to say Tamar, but I'm sure it's not Tamar. But um, basically, um, one of the bro- one of the brothers had a wife. He died. Then the other brother married the the um, the widow, and he died. And then the, the, it was one brother brother left. And um, oh no 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 he he died. The second brother, I think the second brother died because he spilled his. The Bible says he spilled his seed on the ground rather than. Um, uh, Billy, that's didn't the story to... I'm talking about. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Yes, and she, the, the controversy in my Bible study was that the wife didn't know that he was wasting the seed, and I was like, mm. "Bull crap!" Like back in the day, you know when he's about to climax, you feel that. Like, stop playing with yeah. me right now. So, at the end of the day, he was wasting Look, seed, and I can we... understand why you spit in his face because it's like, bro, I'm a girl, every and you know my importance. A, like, every dude has got to tell. Every oh, dude is so about to bust that nut, and and the 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 oh I can't remember what it was, the, but oh, I, I know what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of. Have you ever did you watch um did you watch that Netflix show Bridgerton? Yes. Oh my god, and I love this Kegel. Oh my god, <laughs> so, <laughs> the biggest Kegel ever. Go daily. I'm sorry, go. <laughs> did you see? Did you see the scene where he wanted to try and pull out and she was like, Yes, she clenched the she heck out of him. Yes, yep. she did. So, he go. So, mm, yes, I'm sorry, David. So, you give me around with these stories. We, we answered the question of your, of the controversy in your, um, in your Bible study. Like, yes, yes, you know. And I said that, and you should have seen everybody's face when I said it, because they were looking at me like, oh, we're talking about this, and they recorded lives. So I didn't know. It was like the second time I went to Bible study. But I was like, yes, if we're going to talk Bible, like, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. I'll just be better next time to, like, PG-13 <laughs> But no. Uh, Females be knowing. They be knowing. Like, stop it. Uh, yeah, that's, that, they that's be knowing. real talk. You know. You know. Oh, that's crazy. You guys heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, to answer today's question, Naomi knew where she was going. Maybe she didn't know Boaz, but I feel she did because Mm -hmm. it was her husband's household. Uh, Ruth is just a little cutie. Like, I'm just ready for the story to unfold, but I figured it would be better to hit y'all with chapters instead of hitting y'all with the whole like, story. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's a lot, but it is Sunday. I'm gonna let y'all enjoy y'all time. We got one more bubble and then we are going to regroup again next Sunday for chapter three. <laughs> is that yep. cool? Baby? <laughs> that is cool. That is yes. cool. <laughs> That's Genesis chapter 38 is what you're looking for. Genesis 38. All right. And to close it out, because we got 10 minutes, I'm going to look at it. (laughs) (laughs) And it better be good. (laughs) Genesis 38. 38. Yes, it was. Yes. 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 Y
<laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna get you a prize, GCC, for that. That accurate yeah. intel. It was freaking Tamar. Cause I was, you know what was funny? I was tired because I couldn't think of nobody else but Tamar Braxton. <laughs> <laughs> I could just picture her sitting here crying, like, you do not climax. It's wasted. Like, you ain't good. No bobo. Oh, man. I can't. It's hilarious. All right, you guys. This has been a blast. Daily, thank you so much for no. freaking getting this started. This is going to be oh, funny, yeah, you guys. Y'all need to be following Mr. Daily. Y'all need to be following your girl Shadow. Let us know. Send us some Instagrams, tweets. I'm all over the place. But let us know what y'all want to talk about. But we'll see y'all next week with Chapter 3 of (laughs) Rue. Shadow out. Shine bright, guys. Uh, Go ahead, if you want to listen back to this, so Shadow, if you don't mind, if you want to listen back to this, I'm going to pop this on my Dating Perspective podcast. So yes, yes, um, give it a it follow. Will be on my podcast, and that's on Spotify. That's on iTunes. All of that, all of that good stuff. Yep, so that's why y'all need to I be following each other. There. Make yep. it happen. All right, y'all have a right. wonderful Sunday. We're out of here. Yo, so that was the episode. That was uh, the first installment in the mini series on Ruth and Boaz. Uh, we covered Ruth two. I hope you enjoyed that. Check out the second episode um, where we go over roof free. I'm telling you, this stuff is good. This is Bible study in a different way, honest, and trying to keep it real, trying to keep it focused on, on where we are today. We try and relate everything back. That's what makes this stuff fun. Um, we're not trying to be stuffy. We're not trying to be judgmental. We're not trying to... Um, force opinions on anyone but we we do want to spark debate we do want to spark conversation Um, you know the the important thing about theology is learning to read between the lines learning to understand what the culture was at the time so what was the historical significance of what was being said how do you relate what is being said from a historical standpoint also to the characteristics of God what is it trying to teach you how do you interpret these things and then how do you apply them to your life today that's what we try and cover so check out biblical bias with us every Sunday 8 p.m gmt you will not be disappointed so want to shout out again everyone that's listening on um, Apple Podcasts. Want to shout out everyone that's listening on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Tune In, um, SoundCloud. I think we're on SoundCloud, um, Audible, iHeartRadio. Um, I think we're on Pandora. Man, we on a lot on lot of platforms right now. So wherever you are getting this podcast whatever your favorite platform is wherever you stream us from we want to shout you out we want to big you up we want to give you props because it's your support that helps us to keep this show going it's your support that keeps me motivated keeps me um doing this when my energy levels are low so i appreciate you And I will catch you on the next episode. Have a great day. Peace.